Wake up, John Doe, you're the hope of the world. My problem with the uh, the the show at halftime, I think they do this on purpose. They feed you like just enough of the song for you to get that like earworm going, and then they like switch to like a different one. Yeah, I feel like that's doing something to people's brains so they can like scramble them up, or like be more susceptible to like the ads that are coming up or whatever. Hypnosis or something? Something like that. It's got to be doing something, right? Super Bowl hypnosis? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Superb Owl. Yeah, yeah, you can't. We got to bleep that out now. Shit. Yeah, you know, you got to see the big What did you game. think of the performance? Um, 
from what I saw, I mean, I don't know. I'm an Usher fan, I guess. You love Usher. No, I don't love Usher. You love Usher. I listen to Usher. <laughs> I grew up with Usher. But, uh, yeah, I feel like I would have uh, produced it differently. I would have put the songs in a different order. It's weird to bring out, like, uh, special guests, and they're only there for, like, three seconds, and then they leave. Yeah, especially <laughs> with, like, such an entrance. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It seemed like a little bit... Uh, he for the w- amount of time that she spent on stage, I feel like they could have done more. Well, like Alicia Keys? Well, yeah. I mean, she had, like, this, like, crazy outfit on and, like, the setup with the dress and the piano and stuff. Like, that was a lot just for, like, three seconds. Do you think Luda's ever going to get another chance to play at the Super Bowl? Mm, I don't know. Who else is he, like, boys with? Mm, Tyrese? Yeah, but I mean, like that would play the Super Bowl. But Tyrese has had a song, right? He's, he's had, had a, a song he's had a couple songs. I forgot, I forgot that motherfucker did music. Tyrese is uh, the Black Seal. Oh, he is the Black Seal. Yeah. Isn't Seal black? Mm, I think he might have been at one point in his life, <laughs> but then he denounced it when he married Heidi, Heidi Klum. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think he, he should have worked on his dancing a little bit better. Yeah, it was like there really wasn't a lot of energy, and I guess it was because he was probably anticipating the rest of the performance, because in the beginning, I'm like, this is kind of weird. Because he had, like, so many clothes on. Yeah. And I'm like, what is this? He's moving kind of, like, slow and weird. Yeah, yeah. And then after, like, he got into, like, the next outfit, he had on roller skates. So I was like, okay. So he was probably stressing out about the roller skates part the whole f- beginning. That's all I would have been thinking about, Yeah. Too. So, because there's no energy before the roller skates. <laughs> so I, that that was my interpretation. was like, oh, okay. Yeah. This is, this is what was happening. Yeah. I think, I mean, uh, I think definitely the next one is going to be... Taylor Swift. I feel like she's it, she's too big for it right now. No, because listen, either the next Super Bowl or the next big game, right? They have the same team, her boyfriend that's playing on it, right? Either they do something where they make it to the Super Bowl again, and it's like a thing where they're like together or whatever. Yeah. Or they do a thing where like if his team's not in it or if he says he's retiring or something... He'll just show up at the Super Bowl with her. You know what I mean? Oh, and then okay. it takes the focus off of, oh, well, the off of the game the game was uh, rigged in order to make him appear there. Because he, he could just be like, well, I was the last year champion or whatever. So I'm just here to, like, present the trophy yeah. or some shit. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess. I, I, I have doubts that their relationship will last till then. I don't think she it will. She doesn't have a good track record. No, I mean, the, the only way she makes music is by, you know having shitty relationships so i feel like yeah well she's calling her next album the poets the tortured poets or some shit like that the tortured poet society yeah yeah because <laughs> you know let's see what kind of fucking that's what she's known agony for. uh travis kelsey is gonna put her through what if wouldn't it be cool like if you could find the notebooks of when taylor swift was thinking about going through her golf stage <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Just to see like how she uses those like tropes of like it's raining all the time, but like in her Taylor Swift like viewpoint. Yeah. Be pretty funny. What do you think it sounded like? Swifty goth. Uh I don't know. It must be something like positive, even though it's like gloomy, you know? Yeah. It's like that uh that My Chemical Romance one when they're in the desert shooting lasers. <laughs> Um, 
Let's yeah, start she the show. grew up around here, which is weird. She grew up on a Christmas farm around here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's it. She's a Satanist. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's start the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Actual Comedy Presents an Actual Podcast. I'm Angel Ace. And I'm Aaron. And we have a jam-packed show ready for you today. Uh, yeah, we just... Uh, Experienced the Super Bowl, which is uh, kind of like its own a holiday in uh, the Americas. Yeah. Uh, we didn't experience it. Well, I meant like as a culture. The culture did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's everything. The only thing pe- like the news was talking about the last like, what, week? Yeah. Two weeks? Even though there was like a mass shooting. There was a mass shooting this morning. Well, I guess it was after the No, game. wasn't it yesterday? Well, they it said Sunday. Oh, yeah, it was. It said Sunday at 2, 2 p.m. Yeah, so it was like a couple hours. In Texas, didn't they do the Super Bowl in Texas? Was it in Texas? No, it was in Vegas. Vegas, yeah, yeah. never mind. Yeah. Yeah, Joel Austin's church. Um, they didn't have a Super Bowl commercial? Joel Austin? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Are the commercials regional? Do they have like uh like can you Oh, I didn't think about that. No. Cuz I heard some people didn't see the Kanye commercial and some people really? were like, "No, I definitely saw it like right before the uh the halftime show." Well, okay, so if it's done in like in the the game started at 6 or 7:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is what we're at. Yeah. But Vegas is about a different time zone. I mean, Texas is only like an hour or two behind us. I know, but I'm saying, like, uh... It still would have been, I think, a lot before the game started. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess nobody was, like, uh... Offed. Nobody was killed except for the, uh, shooter. <laughs> right? The shoot, Yeah, the shooter was killed, and then the shoot, the kid that the shooter walked into the church with... Yeah, the a, shooter and her child were, were uh, damaged. Yeah. What? <laughs> and some I, guy, some guy got shot in the leg. This is, this story is not... Hold a lot of water right now. Yeah. I but, mean, uh, it's getting crazy out there for church shit, right? Yeah, pretty crazy. Uh, every time you turn around, there's some other kind of controversy revolving around a church. Yeah. There was a church that had a Super Bowl commercial. I don't know which one it was. Was it T.D. Jakes? I don't know. We didn't, we didn't watch it. So I'm How not, do you know that, that then there was a church Super Bowl? I saw Bowl. the memes. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, if it's a meme, it's happened, right? Yeah. Are they the only ones that are allowed to advertise during that type of uh, event? Churches? Well, a specific denomination of a specific oh, religion. Oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you're allowed to show, like, uh, Buddhisms. The Latter-day Saints? Maybe, Mormons but... Mormons could get a fucking Super Bowl commercial? That's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's regional. So I don't know if, like, when you mm. pay for a Super Bowl commercial, if you go... I mean, a big game commercial, if you go, all right, uh... I'm paying this much. I want it to show in all markets. Or maybe they're like, well, you could pay like a lower amount of money which is, and just make it like regional. You know what I mean? I mean, I maybe they do that. At like, because is it one of those games that they play on like multiple stations? Or is it just on one? I have no idea. I don't well, even know no, how no, regular no. TV works anymore. No, there's one, there's one uh, network that gets the contract to show the game. So then they probably don't do regional commercials. I'm thinking it's the whole point of paying so much for a, for a commercial in, in that arena is because it reaches the national audience, I believe. Yeah, but they, you would think that they keep... Maybe they pay more for regional commercials. You know what I mean? Like maybe. Uh, oh, my whole point with the whole Kanye thing was. Yeah. Maybe they took it out for the later broadcasts. 
uh, like semi T voted or something. And then yeah, like out. maybe. Um, Cause is it live? Are they playing it live? Like when people are watching it. What do you mean live? Like the the game when you watch it, is it live or are they like? There's a delay. There's, there's a, a delay. there's a yeah. It's not a lot. It's not like minutes. It's probably like a minute or two of a delay. That's what I was thinking. Maybe they were like, we're not fucking pl- playing this bullshit for like whatever. I don't other. think. Yeah, I don't think that's for commercials though. Because oh. I, I think I the know. process to get the commercial even like approved to air is probably like really like scrupulous. <laughs> that was the best. Just to waste seven million dollars just to fucking. I spent all the money to just pay for the commercial, so uh, I'm gonna just spend the commercial just doing it. That's pretty funny. (laughs) Like, you kind of upstaged everybody that's there just by like doing a little selfie picture. I love love the part where you can obviously tell that he's stretching time to get his seven million dollars (laughs) worth. So, uh, yeah. um, uh, We got. Sneakers and uh, that's it. Check it out. <laughs> He's the best. He should. He, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think he would have executed that better. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens now that he has a feud with Ozzy Osbourne. Oh no. Yeah. I feel like that's a that's a side up. I don't think they're really feuding. I think it's like a rap beef kind of thing to make Ozzy seem more relevant right now. Or maybe they're gonna do like a collab album or something. Probably something like that. That'd be so weird. I know. Ugh. Everything they do is weird, so. Yeah, I would listen to it, though. I know, obviously. Um, should we go to our first segment of the day Let's here? Let's do it. All right. Uh, here we go. Actual comedies, motion picture classics, where we uh, take the time out of our busy schedules to review a uh, culturally significant movie, uh, yeah. something that has made a big impact uh, in our culture as a whole. Uh, we've made uh, plenty of examples before. I'm not going to bring up the Casablanca again or the yeah. Gone with the Wind. Um, but anyway, uh, so we decided to go with a. Uh, Movie that was pretty culturally significant uh, back when it was released in 2013. Yes. Uh, and yes. that is Fast and the Furious 6, a.k.a. Uh, in Japan, also known as uh, Wild Speed Euro Mission. Oh, shit. That had a different title in Japan? In Japan, it was known as Wild Speed Euro Mission. <laughs> was it the same movie or was it, like, redone? I think it was the same movie, but... Probably, like, with Japanese dubbing over. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, um, so I, like, I really liked that we picked something different this time. Yeah. Um, you know, what was this movie about? Well, first of all, we got the theme song intro with 2 Chains and Wiz Khalifa. Oh, yeah. We, we own it. Uh, that song sucks. Uh, I feel like that, like, really showcased how uh, people were... You remember that rumor that 2 Chainz was stealing his flow from Jay-Z? Yeah. When that song first started, I I forgot totally about it when we started watching the movie. And the song first started, I was like, what the fuck is Jay-Z doing on this this song? And then it came out, and I was like, oh shit, it's 2 Chainz. Oh shit. (laughs) Yeah. He must have switched it up enough that 
like I don't notice that in any of his other songs. Maybe he's chopped and screwed most of the time. I don't fucking know what that song even sounds like. Well, anyway, so that's how the movie starts with that song. Uh, uh, it opens on um, we get the Rock. He's in this. He's, he's playing a character. What's his name in the movie? Uh, uh, something Hobbs or something. Hobbs. Right? I think it's just Hobbs. Do they ever say his first name? Uh, I think it's Lieutenant. Oh, Lieutenant Hobbs. Yeah, yeah. So Hobbs is working for some like uh, like government agency or whatever. The Federales. Yeah, and they uh, they get a report that like a, a crew has uh, gotten together and stolen some um, WMDs, some Russian WMDs, <laughs> uh, weapons of mass destruction. So that uh, doesn't necessarily mean like a bomb, right? Well, no. Because uh, as we find out that they're not really into it for that thing. Remember, they wanted just the one thing that was part of it. Oh, yeah. But we'll, we'll get to that part later. So anyway, uh, the Rock's part of his crew. Uh, he decides to uh, find a crew that apparently he has worked with before. Um, so this is Fast and Furious Part 6. I don't know. Like, maybe you have to watch the other movies to, like, I think there's, like, something going on where there's, like, a previous story or something. But I, I don't know. So we went into this totally blind. So, yeah, blindsided. Uh, so The Rock is out there. He's part of this government agency. He's trying to get a crew together that apparently he's worked with before. Uh, he finds a crew. He finds Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, Vin yeah. Vin Diesel, who's playing a character named Dom Toretto in this. Yeah. Um, and he's like, what, what's his story? He's like part of like a, a, a car crew. I guess he's really good at driving cars, I think. He's good at cars. American muscle. Yeah, yeah. So he's agreed to help the Rock's people because he shows them a picture, right? Of and some in, chick. In the picture, yeah. And they don't really say who it is, but then they like do like a close-up. And you see it's Michelle Rodriguez. Apparently Michelle Rodriguez is in this. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, like, oh, she's alive. Like, as if we're supposed to know, like, what the fuck that is even supposed to mean. Right. She was dead? They never said she was dead, right? Not not, not that I saw. Yeah. Well, anyway, so the, he's like, oh, well, she's alive. Uh, he goes to find his crew, which includes uh, Paul Walker, who's playing a guy named Brian. Brian. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess he's with uh, Vin Diesel's uh, sister in the movie. Oh, yeah. They have a baby. They have a baby, and they're living somewhere. Uh, right, and the, very, the very first scene is the baby. Yeah, right? yeah. Trying to pick a car. You actually see the baby coming out of the lady's vagina. Um, that was the opening. We, you know what? I sent you the wrong movie the fuck did i watch i don't know it's just the opening that's different it's the unrated version um so anyway yeah they get together they're like hey we got to find these uh these must these stolen russian missiles uh and then they find out that this chick who they apparently know is still alive uh they come across her she has amnesia apparently oh, from something yeah. that's happened before um and then they have to like get the crew together to find the missiles, right? Or find this crew that has, or that's trying to get the missiles, right? Uh, and it takes place in London. Yeah. It's like a, like a spy thing. Yeah, very like, it seemed very kind of like spy, like CIA kind of operative. James Bond. Very James Bond. A little on the nose that it was in London. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so did the movie present like a lot of previous like, known tropes uh but like in a different way um i feel like they did the spy movie thing they did the russian anti-russian thing 
stolen uh, weapons, uh, getting the crew back together. Uh, the one thing that yeah, I thought getting was getting the gang back together was a big one. The big one with that one though was they threw another wrench into it. The gang that they were going against were the mirror opposites of them. Yeah, which was interesting. I thought like it was almost like a through the looking glass kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing was that they were working with like a government agency that gave them access to like cool toys and shit. So like I heard a theory that like when Oppenheimer split the nuclei, mm-hmm. that's when we like broke off into like a, a like a universe. You know what I mean? Like an alternate universe. Really? Yeah. Thirsty, so it would, be make, it would make sense if like the operatives were working with like some sort of like otherworldly version of this crew from like a different universe. Oh, so you, you know thought. Because I mean? they were working with the weapons of mass destruction. So you thought it was like a multiverse type thing. I thought like so. Like it was like they're like their bizarro versions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know what was cool that I thought made them like uh, kind of like ahead of the curve. Uh, all the characters, the opposites of them, they were the same gender, but except for one, uh, the, the pseudo main character, Brian, Paul Walker, his opposite was a chick, a blonde chick. Oh, blonde chick. The one that was, um, the, the, like the undercover bitch. Yeah. Well, she was like double undercover. Right. No, 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 no. She was always working for the bad guys. She was, uh, the best driver for them. Okay. I think she, like, outdrove Paul Walker in one of the clips, mm. in one of the scenes. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, pretty ahead of their time because they gender-swapped the main character. Yeah, yeah. That that, that, that hadn't uh, been, like, part of the main lexicon for, like, yeah, another, like, five years. Yeah, I not seen anything like that until, like, the new Matrix movie came out. Yeah. Um, so I wrote down some of the things that occurred in t- 2013 that, let me see if you, you could see the influence of Fast and Furious 6 on these, like, things, right? Okay. So I'm going to name the thing that happened and then the the month of the year that it happened afterward. Okay. So the Boston, so the movie came out in May 2013. Boston bombing, uh, April 2013. Uh, the Edward Snowden leaks about the uh, government using the uh, NSA wiretapping shit. The WikiLeaks thing? The WikiLeaks thing. Uh, that was in June. Uh, Vine, the app, launched in uh, January that year. Uh, the Harlem Shake was oh, a big shit. dance in February that year. Uh, Pope Francis uh, died that year, uh, March. Or no, Pope Francis was the guy that came in. So that was his first year. The new the new Pope. Oh, is that, that's the year he visited Philly, right? Th- 2013? Yeah, I think so. He might have. Uh, but... Uh, James Gandolfini died in June of that year. Uh, the Anthony Weiner scandal happened in uh, June. Weinergate or July. Uh, Paul Walker died that year in November. Oh wow! Uh, the Manti Teo thing happened at some point. Uh, Paula Dean thing with the racism. Oh yeah. Um, Miley Cyrus did that performance with Robin Thicke uh, at the MTV Music Awards, Blurred Lines, uh, that August. Um, and the other things that were big that year were the Krona and Candy Crush. Oh, wow. So think about all those things collectively and how big of an impact this movie had on those things. Yeah. Crazy, right? I can't believe all that was 10 years ago, 12, 11 years ago. Anthony Weiner wouldn't have been as horny if he would have never seen Michelle Rodriguez in that movie. Oh, you think? I mean, 
All signs point to yes. You think that Wienergate would have never happened had he not seen Michelle Rodriguez? I think if they would have never did that scene where Michelle Rodriguez was showing Vin Diesel the the cut on her hip. Oh, yeah. If they would have never did that, James Gandolfini would have never had a heart attack. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm going on the record and saying that that's what that happened with that it's case. It's a butterfly effect. And then when um, when he, like, rolled his pants down to show the same cut on his hip. Yeah. That was weird. He didn't have a—was uh, he hairless? I didn't was see. Like, it was, like, kind of—I don't know. It was, like, as if it was, like, two best friends about to show each other, like, their butterfly tattoos. That's where they became blood brothers? Yeah. They just touched hips together? He's like, I know, because I have one, too. <laughs> we have the same monster. Yeah. I tried. I tried. Um, <laughs> so then, all right, so they get the crew together. They get Michelle Rodriguez back. Right, because she back. she doesn't really regain her memory, but uh, she decides to help them in the end, right? Yeah, Vin, Vin Diesel figures out a way to uh to uh what what's the word? Kiss her and hug her. Yeah, he kissed her. He kissed the memory back. <laughs> um, so uh, Gal Gadot dies, right? Oh shit! Yeah, she gets thrown off of a a car. Uh, who else dies? The main guy, some guy named Shaw. Oh yeah. Who I think he's like a British like actor guy. He's like famous. Who was he? He was like famous in something. Did he play a gay guy in something? Mm. To be honest with you, I think I have um that like facial like non recognition of like older white men. Oh. What it, they all look alike to me. Uh, homogeneous fascisti. Yeah. Yeah. Homogenea fascia. Yeah. Yeah. That shit. That yeah. Um, you, what was that? Who was the thing that did that? Uh, it was like after the White Lotus, where they they had like a, a resort. But oh, like, the the yeah 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 like the the dinner thing. Yeah, what was that? Uh, the the onion thing. N- Nicole Kid? No, 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 not Glass Onion. It was like Nicole Kidman or somebody. Oh, that wasn't called the White Lotus. No, no, no it was that called was like called the. Uh, she would, like, give them, like, uh, smoothies with, like, acid. Mushrooms in them, yeah. Mushrooms she was, shit. like, yeah. Well, anyway, the guy who was in that, that played, like, the British, like, actor guy. He, that was, uh... He was a gay guy in that, I think. That, yeah, that was, was... That was the guy from... Nash? Shaw? Shaw. Yeah. But I don't know where I got Nash from. Um, so, uh, most of the crew stays alive, right? Yeah. Besides Gal Gadot. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised they killed Gal Gadot. Yeah, but they all decide to uh, break up after that, right? The oh yeah yeah was his yeah. name Wang Han Han decides goes to, to go, go to Tokyo. Yeah, because apparently he had plans to go. Yeah, there. him and Gal were like about to go together when she was like, "I'm gonna go wonder myself out of this car." Yeah. And, uh, so Han, I guess, is just going to keep the fire burning for both of them or keep something? the fire burning yeah. yeah oh part of the thing part of the reason why vin diesel's crew was helping the rocks crew was because he said uh he wanted uh what was it amnesty immunity immunity for or they wanted uh like what's it called where they all like are forgiven yeah uh baptism or something whatever shit. donald trump did to all those people yeah what was he throwing the uh the, the toilet yeah, paper? paper towels, throwing the paper towels at him. What? <laughs> Puerto Rico. <laughs> Puerto Rico. Um, what else happened? 
Um. Puerto Rico. Okay. <laughs> oh, I don't know. What else happened? They, they, you the crew, know. Oh, he got the house back. He got, apparently they had a house in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, he got that house back. Yeah. And uh, I guess they just went back to, uh, like, they went back home. That's it, right? Yeah. And then it was like a happily ever after, except Gal Gadot's dead. It's been a long day. Is that, is that song playing? No, it was, uh, we friend. own it, we own it. It was that one. I don't even know that song. It played during the movie. Oh, I forgot. I sent you the wrong one with the uh, sexual <laughs> The video drum opening. Oof. <laughs> um, yeah, so would you recommend this movie to other people? I would. Um, I, I would say if you were interested in uh, culture from 2013, which is like a specific uh, window into time. Yeah, if you want to see the point in time where policing turned into professional wrestling... Yeah, yeah. Watch this movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, I wrote down some quotes, some memorable quotes from this uh, movie. Okay. Uh, this one is, uh, just because you know how I ride doesn't mean you know who I am. That was M- Michelle Rodriguez said that. Oh, okay. Just because you know how I ride doesn't mean you know who I am. What was the, uh, what was the response to that? Uh, I don't remember. I didn't write the next part. <laughs> but I, I wrote down a ludicrous uh, quote here. Okay, what did he say? He said, uh, plan, plan B, we need a C, D, E, and L. We need more alphabets. Oh, oh, yeah. What was happening at that time? Um, they were trying to stop the people from oh, the hijacking pl- the thing, the, the military truck, but it turned out that there was, like, a tank in the military truck. Oh, there truck. was a tank inside of it. Yeah, and then, okay. uh, oh, that's what we didn't bring up. All the times that The Rock did superhuman things. That's what I meant. Yeah, he jumped off of the car at, like, multiple t- moments. Didn't he, like, uh... He, he went from, like, it was, like... If you're driving, I don't know what you call it. It's like you're going over like an overpass or something. Yeah. There's an underpass. So he drums from the car that's in, on the overpass to the car that's on the underpass. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know. Perfectly. Perfectly. Lands in the seat. Yeah. He uh, he throws a guy at the ceiling in one part. Yeah. This guy broke like a cement room with, yeah. with a guy's body. Yeah. Uh, but he wasn't the only one that did superhuman things. What about with Vin Diesel? Oh, yeah. Uh, he jumped and held Michelle Rodriguez and fell, uh, like, almost through a car windshield. But I guess But the they just, like, landed softly enough for the glass to break their fall? Yeah, she was like, how did you know that car was going to be there to break our fall? He goes, I didn't. <laughs> Fucking Vin Diesel, man. Yeah, I think, I think it really, um, this movie really had to go into the superhero, like, realm. Yeah. I think I think it was trying to make you uh, suspend belief. Do you think they did a good job portraying their version of, like, a spy movie? Like, a crew getting together to fucking use toys? Uh, um, they didn't really use too many, like, high-tech shit, right? It was just, like, the grappling No, I hook. thought it was going to get more high-tech than it did. Because in the beginning, when they, like, used those those little bomb—not bombs. They were, like, EM, EMPs or whatever the hell they're called. Oh, EMF to take control. To, like, block off, like, the newfangled cars that were made, ran by computers. They, yeah, they took control of the computer and, like, could make the tires, like, turn or whatever. Yeah, so I, th- I honestly thought that it was going to be, like, more detailed about like whatever they were actually doing and like not, not that they would really explain the science behind it <laughs> but it was just like a lot of car chases yeah yeah which to me is like it's a it's a little bit uh what's the word uh overindulgent 
overindulgent. Yeah, not egregious. It's a uh, you said it's gratuitous. Yeah, you said during while we were watching it that it was like too much action. Yeah, I guess I'm not like I, I'm. I'm. This is me when stuff happens in a movie. Some and it happens the same when I play video games. Yeah, I'm moving my body as if I'm the character. Instead of, like, just my hands. Right, right. And then in at some point, when they're doing all this, like, action and shit, and I'm like, I could have saved you energy in all these different places, number one. Number two, you're making this giant mess that somebody's going to have to clean up. <laughs> this is what happens to me when I watch m- movies. So every time you watch The Fast and the Furious, you can only think about uh, the... The sweeping truck that has to come in and get all the debris. Yeah, who's going to clean all this shit up when you guys are done? There's a lot of broken rear view min- windows in this. Uh... How many cars did they blow up? Do you remember? What was that thing that we were watching? It was about like some cheaply made uh, movie studio productions where they had the money to do like one car blow up like flip scene oh. and they use that same scene in like a bunch of different movies because it was so expensive yeah to produce that once shout out trauma entertainment oh, yeah that was uh all those um what do you call it like the toxic avenger and yeah all those movies yeah Fucking so it's so to me i'm like this is like just like just shitting on everybody that doesn't have enough money in the world yeah <laughs> while you're blowing up just like New car after new car. Right. That's honestly that that's my take. Well, do you think they like create the car specifically for these movie sets where like they're not like where they're not like functional? You know what I mean? Like you you can't use them as like an everyday car, but you can use them for the one scene of it like crashing into the water or whatever. You know what I mean? Or is that better than? Using one that actually exists, but that nobody's ever going to drive anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I guess there's, there's, you know, there's points to be made across the, across the board. In my brain, they had like a bunch of brand new cars. Yeah. They were just bashing up for this movie. And I'm like, this can't be what they're actually doing, right? Yeah. Well, they used to. And that's why like those older cars from like fucking the seventies, like, uh, what, what was that? Uh, redneck show with the, uh. Um, Confederate flag on the car, the General Lee. Uh, uh, I don't know. The guy used to slide across the fucking. Uh, oh, Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard. Like those. Like they I destroyed a lot of fucking cars. But all the movies and TV shows at the time did the same shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. if you can find one of the cars that was in one of those things, it's and it's still working. You get like a billion dollars. It's really? crazy. Yeah, like they were. Um, there used to be a show where the people would go. It's kind of like Pawn Stars, but it was just for like Hollywood merchandise. Yeah. Um, that's where I learned about how much the uh, slippers were from uh, Wizard of Oz. Oh, Somebody shit, had shit. found them in a fucking like storage locker one day. Um, but anyway, uh, there was a guy there that had a uh, uh, original version of the general lee and an original version of the batman car from the 60s oh fucking crazy and he got a lot of money for it. damn i bet i bet i don't know i guess that's like my my issue i, th- I think that's where ai will like c- come in handy yeah it's cutting back on like all the waste of like making stuff i mean it's gonna make it look less authentic as well i will say listen I, i'm not into payola or like accepting uh, gifts from fans in any kind of way. Uh, but if any of you can find me either uh, 
the tank that they use in Fashion and Furious or Dominic's Dominic Toretto's car. Oh, the, the Mustang? Yeah. Well, I don't think it's a Mustang. I think the it's, black. A, it's a GTO, I believe. Whatever. American Muscle. Or it might be a Dodge. It might be a Charger. Uh, I don't know. I got to look at it again. But anyway, if you the can find <laughs> one of those, Dom Toretto's car, his actual car that he used, or the actual tank that they used in the movie, I will accept that from a fan. They no. clothesline the shit out of that tank, though. Oh, yeah. It's probably at the bottom of a fucking ravine somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah. You think they signed it before they let, oh, let yeah. it go? What happens when like, they do like, that? The like, next civilization is going to find it and be like thinking that our uh like <laughs> well we saw that like fucking lion thing right yeah. about that movie roar about the, the most dangerous movie ever made because they use actual line <laughs> yeah they, they built that set in that canyon right yeah and then, and then it, flooded. it flooded and the water came and like blew everything away but what did they go out and get the shit that like that they built and like went away or you think they just because it was just like sticks and shit they were just like oh, just leave it there I probably just left it there if it was like a naturally like if something that would just naturally disintegrate into the soil or whatever they probably left it yeah you can't leave like a but I think they went back to the scene before like after the flood to yeah. like finish the movie well, after they killed <laughs> the best lion that they had the best lion actor whose whose whole bit right was to run up to people and pretend like he was gonna bite them that's what he was famous for he was famous for running up to people and pretending like he was gonna bite them and he got loose during this fucking uh flood that this set occurred uh all the animals were like in their cages i guess they came in and like let them all run away uh but he got lost the sheriff's department came across him this lion the fucking sheriff is like holding a gun the lion does what he's famous for and runs up to the sheriff like baring his teeth they thought he was gonna bite them so they all killed the lion that's terrible <laughs> it's so fucking wild <laughs> i can't believe that got made that's why you gotta defund the police though for real because they gotta stop killing, killing lions, lions. Out there. all right uh let's get into our next segment because we have a jam-packed show today What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on up there? What is going on? That is correct. It's our What's Going On segment where we discuss all the current events happening all over the world. Uh, it's been a crazy week. Uh, we discussed Taylor Swift earlier, uh, and I think one of her mentors just recently died. Yeah. Uh, some people have said that um, Toby Keith did for country music what Fox News did for our parents. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see. Yeah, Toby Keith died. Um, yeah. Famous country musician. Uh, he was... Um, Red he, Solo Cup. Red Solo Cup was um, his number one crossover song. He did uh, Honky Tonk But Dunk a Dunk. Did, I didn't see that come up. I saw uh, Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. Oh, yeah. He did uh, I Love This Bar. Okay. Um, and that's the only ones that I wrote down. Oh, Beer for My Horses. Remember the other day I was, like, making that joke? About uh, horses? I said something, or it was, like, Beer for My Horses. Yeah, yeah. That was from that song. 
Okay. It was pretty funny, right? No, really. <laughs> so, yeah, Toby Keith died uh, after a year and a half battle with uh, stomach cancer. Um, so he was famous for uh, going overseas to perform for the troops. Okay. He was one of the artists that did it the most uh out of all the artists, oh, I guess, during the time. Okay. He was a fierce supporter of the troops, but did not support the uh, war in Iraq. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So it got to the point where the troops were like, enough, Toby. We've we've seen enough Toby Keith concerts. Yeah, that's the but money. But he kept going over. Oh, yeah. So um, another thing I thought was funny was that he had, like, a famous feud with Natalie from the Dixie Chicks. Oh, Remember? I forgot they have first names. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. The chicks now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not allowed to. Uh, She's the. Chi- they're just the chicks. Yeah. Um, Natalie said, uh, courtesy of the wet, red, white, and blue, that song that he wrote was ignorant and made country music sound stupid. <laughs> and Toby Keith's response to this was he made the backdrop for his concert. A picture uh, photoshopped of Natalie like hugging Saddam Hussein. When I was in elementary school, I joined the Girl Scouts of America. Saddam Hussein, the real like, was it a real picture? No, it was a photoshop picture, but oh. that's what he did like as like a you know. As an fu to them. As an fu, apparently uh, Natalie had been seen wearing a shirt that said just said futk, mm-hmm. which. She tried to say, like, friendliness, uh, whatever, but Toby Keith was like, obviously, that says, fuck you, Toby Keith. Okay. So. Honky Tonk, but Donkey Dog was three seconds. Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay, so that wasn't Toby Keith. Yeah, I got it wrong. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. So, um, and then the other thing that was pretty, um, uh, what's it called? He was gay, right? No. He wasn't gay? I don't think so. Not, not, at least not publicly. I thought he was with a dude. No. He was married. To a guy? To a lady. Oh. I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say married as in, like, you can't get married as... I'm going to come. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, um, he performed at Trump's pre-inaugural MAGA welcome celebration that was held at the Lincoln Memorial Center in D.C. Really? And it was to celebrate the beginning of Trump's presidency. Oh. Um, and he was also the first person to... Well, his record company was the first company to uh, sign Taylor Swift. Wow. And uh, some one of the country music, I don't know who it was, came out and was like, yo, Taylor, where's your fucking, uh, like, she didn't say anything mm-hmm. when he died. Oh. Where, where, where all the other, like, I guess country music stars were, like, coming out and saying, like, oh, I'll miss him and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Taylor hasn't said anything yet. And they're like. You think she, is that's like a. Uh like it must be a point of contention. Yeah, it seems so at this point because then other another article I read was like, no, Toby Keith didn't really. He wasn't really the first designer. Like they were, he was just part of a company that gave her her first like record deal. Is or Taylor Swift turning her back on the uh, the country audience? Yeah, the people that made her famous. Uh, she might be, but I feel like she was trying to do that since the beginning. When she endorsed Biden? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think she endorsed... Did she endorse Biden, or did she just I tell think, people to go out to vote? I think she said that she she voted for him or some shit like that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, like... I feel like... It, Trump's more of an Adele guy. He said it. Yeah. <laughs> he likes to be rolling in the deep. Yeah. 
Wow. Well, there you go. Rest in piss, Toby Keith. Rest in piss, Toby Keith. And it's funny because most, I feel like, Taylor Swift fans are probably Trump supporters, their parents, anyway. Oh. <laughs> Maybe. I want to say it's probably at least a 60-40 uh, majority. Damn. We're never going to get that uh, Toby Keith uh, cover of Red Solo Cup that says Red Stanley Cup. Oh, shit. That would have been She's coming. probably working on it. It was coming. Uh. It would have been filled with lead, though. And not in an ironic way because he likes the, uh, to shoot. I'm going to come. <laughs> um, so what's going on with Little John? He was just at the Super Bowl. Yeah, he was just at the Super Bowl with Usher. I think uh, it was an interesting performance. Mm -hmm. um, but yesterday I read an article, um, not much to it other than Lil John will be releasing this year a 10-track meditation album. Oh, hell I yes. I can't fucking wait. Wait, is it uh, like Yoga Goes Crunk or something like that? I don't know what it's going to be called, but it's going to be like a guided meditation with Lil John being the <laughs> one that guides you. You think he's going to repeat anything over and over again? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's the whole point is. of guided meditation is to like they repeat stuff kind well, of kind of you you're supposed to get a word from your guru that you say over and over again. Yeah. I wonder what his you think he's going to be like oh skate 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 skate. Mm. Oh. No, that's skeet, more skeet, skeet, That's skeet, more the Yin Yang Twins, isn't it? That's their contribution to that song. Oh shit. Yeah. That was the Yin Yang Twins. Wait, Lil John wasn't part of the Yin Yang Twins. No, they were. Fuck, they my were brain just—I forgot. He he fucked with them though. They they, did they rode out together. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The East Side Boys. Lil John, the East Side Boys. Yeah, he won't be performing at the Super Bowl probably. No. They should do like a Southern rap music thing. Get oh, Nelly, yeah. Ti, Lil John, Luda. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Flow Rider. Flow Rider. <laughs> Get fucking Pitbull in there. Did he do it already? Did Pitbull do the fucking Super Bowl? Oh, it's it's crazy to me that he's got fans, but... Pitbull? Yeah. Mr. 305, Mr. Worldwide? Mr. Worldwide? Did he do a thing where, like, somebody, like, he did, like, a uh, like an online, like, thing where he was, like, uh, like, put, like, a thing in for the raffle, and then if you win, like, I'll c come perform in your town or whatever, and, like, the place that won was, like, Anchorage, Alaska or something <laughs> like no, that. No, I don't know. Yeah, and he? he actually went. Like, it was, like, fucking three, three or four people in the audience or some shit. Yeah. That's hilarious. It's crazy. It's like worldwide. <laughs> um, is, is there any other information about the meditation album? No, there's not really much other other than that it's coming out. Yeah, he's trying to but get as on I was that like looking, 2000 shit. That's what I'm saying. My favorite part of these new timelines are the woke rappers. Yeah. I love it. I love the Andre 3000 album. I love it. Fucking RZA already has a meditation album, which I have to start listening to. Didn't RZA get a, um, didn't he get an Academy Award? Uh, did he? For doing the soundtrack for something. Was oh, it Kill shit. Bill or some shit? Oh, I don't even know. Pretty sure he did, yeah. But a meditation album, I got to listen to that. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, you could probably use it to calm down from all this water shit you've been uh So, with. yeah, like... Go off, queen. Okay. Remember how... I mean, you knew about this, but we've spoken last season how, like, a few months ago, probably over a year ago at this point, mm -hmm. I ordered randomly this Save the CWA, which is the Chester Water Authority, sign for our front our front yard. Yeah, yeah. And people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, I don't know, but I just have a weird feeling. I've, we've had CWA water my whole life, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, we moved to this house, we have aqua, and it's, like, fucking $300 a month, which yeah. is crazy for water. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so recently I get an email from this guy who's an investigative journalist mm. and he's like, we're doing this report on this pipeline that Aqua put in and I don't know, like it was like the late nineties, early two thousands yeah. that affects like 7% of our area, mm-hmm. which includes our house mm-hmm. where we have CWA water but because of a pipe that Aqua put in, we have to pay Aqua prices. Oh. So everybody else in the community, their water bills are like at least 80% less than ours. Oh, wow. Because I was talking to my mom who lives the next town over yeah. and she has CWA. Her quarterly bill is less than our monthly bill. Yeah, that's crazy. So um, it's all about just like it's one pipe that basically di- that Aqua put in that diverted water, I guess, to a couple of like little... Uh, neighborhoods mm-hmm. around here it it's it come it compromises it compri- compromises it comprises of about oh six. i like using the competitor yeah using the competitor yeah what yeah exactly it comprises of about 600 people so there's about okay. 600 people in our area that are paying 600 like, individual people or 600 homes um i think 600 homes oh, okay that's the, that's a lot yeah yeah, yeah. so like i guess it's 7% of the air, the area the houses Damn, in the area a lot of people live around here i know the i fuck? mean there's houses in every fucking corner you can find around yeah. here but i mean there's a lot of openness too but to me i'm like i knew from the beginning that something was weird about our water mm-hmm. And I was like, it's just weird to me. Like, we've had Chester Water Authority for forever. I see that it's the provider for, like, the next street over. Why do we have to use Aqua? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And um, so for for whatever reason, I had seen other people have the Save Chester Water Authority sign on their front, front lawns. And I was like, I want one for mm. whatever reason. I just needed it. You like uh, shake, shaking the boat. I like shaking the boat. Yeah. Because fuck that shit. We're paying... 80% more per month because of one pipe that they put in. Yeah. Even though we're, it's the same water. Yeah. It's crazy. That is pretty crazy. So anyway, the investigative journalist wants to interview us about it mm. um, and like get more into it. But I think it's pretty interesting how that like that shit can even happen. Yeah. And I think my interpretation of this is the only way they could get away with that is if it's affecting mostly renters. Yeah. Because they wouldn't really have... Um, Any say in, like, what's going on? Well, not only not a say in it, but also they wouldn't really have any idea of what, like, the, like, normal bills are like. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're coming from another, like, part of the city, state, whatever, you could have a different company. Right. So you wouldn't know that it was so much more. So... True. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll do the interview only if I can do it in disguise. That's what I said. Yeah, I want to put on, I'm gonna put on blackface, and I'm gonna use an Indian accent. <laughs> I don't want an Indian girlfriend. <laughs> okay, that's fine with me. Yeah. Yeah, as long as you tell him the story. Yeah. So. Is he gonna record us? He said he wants to get us on video. Oh no. I that, know. That's how it starts. That's that Distorts video. Distorts our shit. voice. Yeah. Well, I'm like, I want to talk about it because it's first of all, it's fucked up because. These bigger water companies are buying out the smaller ones and it's affecting, you know, smaller businesses. Yeah. It's causing a monopoly on the water systems. And I feel like it's like definitely the quality of the water is is worse, which is crazy to me because it's saying that it's coming from the same spot. But right. I feel a difference. They probably like add something, something. or take something away or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But it's just so it's so strange to me. 
Like, how did they, they get that to happen and approve that? And then make it so that only these, like, few people in the whole township have to pay these rates just to cover right. the cost of whatever this pipe is. Exactly. Yeah. So. Well. That's the, that's our water wars for this week. Yeah. Um, we'll keep you guys updated. Yeah, we'll keep you guys updated. My, my brain's still spinning. Yeah. I'm going to try to find a way to use this to plug our show. So. That's what I was saying, too. Yeah. I told the guy, I was like, I'm going to talk about this on our podcast. And, um, you know. We're going to plug the podcast on whatever you guys do. So um, always be promoting. That's true. Um, we were talking about earlier about that uh, shooting that happened in Joel Alstein's church. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if you read this. Um, a, California, a California elementary school principal has been disciplined for upsetting behavior during a school shooter drill at her school. Uh, Dr. Nina Denson allegedly pretended to shoot students during an unauthorized safety drill. Uh, the principal was placed on administrative leave after children and parents complained about her behavior during an active shooter drill. Uh, she allegedly pretended to shoot the students until one child, boom, you're dead, <laughs> while conducting an unauthorized lockdown drill. <laughs> Uh, one of the parents uh, was quoted saying she proceeded to walk around campus and pretended to shoot people she saw using finger movements and banging on windows. Uh, children were quoted as saying, I'm just really glad none of my friends died. Uh, children as young as four were present at the school. Uh, school staff members reportedly claimed that ben Denson had made an announcement after the drill and announced that seven of their classmates had died during the drill. Pretend died, though. Boom, you're dead. What the fuck? <laughs> Do you think this lady thought she was, like, doing something good for, like, the drill? That she was like, I'm going to fucking improv the shit out of this? So, first of all, it was unauthorized. So, like, the superintendent <laughs> so of the school... she just dreamt it up. No, the superintendent of the school came out, and they were like, we, we not, they, whenever they go through one of these drills, they have to, like, go through, like, some type of, like, uh, approval process because it involves taking the students, like, actively out of the classroom or doing something that doesn't involve, like, school shit. Mm -hmm. So... So they have to have like a lot of like approval. So this one she just decided to do one day. Uh, everybody pretend like there's somebody shooting up the school, and while that's happening, I'm gonna pretend to shoot you. <laughs> I want to know like what her reasoning was. Like what made what made her wake up in that that morning and say, you know what? It's time for for like a real reenactment or whatever. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking uh, horrible quote from the kid though. I'm just really glad none of my friends are really dead. <laughs> She, you know what? We probably cops are robbers all the time. She, yeah, not only did she pretend kill everybody, she made an announcement about it. <laughs> I just want to say, everybody, you did a good job, but seven of your classmates weren't as good as you, and they, they're, they're pretend dead right now. So uh, the pretend coroner's coming through, and the pretend family's gonna come to identify the bodies. Up, the ones like that, that like pretend died in the drill, like had to come in for like detention to like go over like even more like. Uh, you know, re readiness, like military drilling. Miss Williams, uh, <laughs> your son failed to prepare for the uh, unprepared uh, school shooter drill that we did. We're going to have you come in and do a fake wake for him. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fake, but we're going to really put him in a casket, you know, just to scare him. So next time, when this inevitably happens... He'll know not to. No, that's uh, the last. That's the last one. If you die twice, the second one is you have to go play paintball with her, and if you get hit, then you have to do the wake. 
It's like the worst game of uh, heads down, thumbs up. What do you think? She was like watching fucking The Hunger Games or something and was like, I got an idea. She's like an elementary school student. Like these are children. And she's looking around going, boom, you're dead. Boom, you're dead. Gotcha. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's fucking crazy. But like, I mean, maybe she was doing it because the kids were misbehaving. Did did she have like room for improv in her fucking schedule for the week? What the fuck? The only quote they said was, boom, you're dead. And uh, seven children died. Seven children (laughs) got boomed, you're dead. (laughs) Um, So terrible. I know. But... I don't know. Maybe they were just misbehaving. Uh, <laughs> these schools are taking some like extreme measures to make sure that uh, they don't get any negative press in the uh, uh, amalgamation of uh, social media out there. Um, <laughs> did you hear about this cell phone ban at this high school? Yeah, yeah. I, I, bas- I think I sent you the article, but you found some more shit out. Yeah, so uh, the high school is in Houston. Uh, it's called Madison High School. Uh, hundreds of students walked out of Madison High School in Houston, Texas, following implementation of a new cell phone policy. In the policy, students are not allowed to use cell phones in school buildings. Uh, phones cannot be visible. Phones are to be kept in a backpack or turned into the school once the student enters the building. Uh, If approved by the superintendent, uh, high school students may use cell phones at lunch only and only in the cafeteria. But that's for the rest of the school district. So Madison High School has their own set of rules. Uh, Students of Madison High School must turn in their phones when they arrive at school. Uh, no exceptions. Uh, phones are then returned to them at the end of their last period. Madison students will not be able to use their phones at lunch. Uh, students initially said that they were being patted down when they were entering the school, uh, but apparently that has since stopped. Uh, after the walkout, uh, students said that they were either not allowed to go back into the school or that everybody returning inside the building would be suspended. What? Yeah. Um, so the backstory to this is apparently this particular high school has been uh, in the news a lot and in like social media Hashtag a lot. Hashtag FYP. Yeah, because uh, a lot of the fights apparently that happen when you're scrolling through Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, whatever, uh, a lot of these fights that are occurring in like a high school cafeteria are occurring at that particular high school. <laughs> so they were like, we don't want this bad press. Get the fucking, no one can have cell phones anymore. And the students got pissed off and they walked out. But then they were like, if you try to come back in the building after there, you're going to be suspended. <laughs> Yeah, but then what if they suspend them and then, like, it's truancy because they're not coming back to school? I think if you're suspended, it doesn't count as truancy. Really? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, because it's an excused absence because the school said you're not I mean, that's the solution is, like, okay, take away their ability to prove it. (laughs) Take away their their ability to prove how fucked up the school is. Yeah, ban cell phones, approve body cams. You know what you should be doing is getting, like, agents to go to all the other local local schools and cause... um, The U.S. Marshal? No, like, kids from your school. Send oh. them to, like, other local school districts to start food fights in their oh, cafeterias. Oh, chaos. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that, the, you know what I mean? So you're not the most popular. Like, start better food fights at other schools. Yeah. I will say this, though. If, you know how they have that live PD where, like, they turn on, like, <laughs> cop body cams from, like, around the nation? Like, if they did that for lunch ladies, that would be hilarious. Cool. You or see the, the different types of slop that they use Or everywhere? the cops that they keep in schools. 
Yeah, I guess that would be like probably you have to get a lot of paper signed for that. Well, they get in trouble for uh, molesting the kids probably. Yeah, every yeah. single time. Yeah. Uh, so they <laughs> they'll just be turning off the bike. <laughs> it's just footage of them trying to turn it off. Just covering it. <laughs> I'm saying the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> um, All day long. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's pretty fucking crazy. I don't know if uh, if they were to do that countrywide if like every high school would do that you think like every high school kid would just be like i'm done with this i think what would happen would be everybody would get taken out of school really because it's at the point now is if you're having fucking school shooter drills and then fucking pop school (laughs) shooter drills at such a like i'm I'm sorry but my kid needs to have a school uh, a phone yeah yeah you know what i mean and at least by high school well okay so what about now that they're coming out with more and more of these like uh augmented lenses like these glasses that you can put on that have cameras and shit in them that pretty much do like what a cell phone does but it's like attached to your remember the google glass yeah that's starting to become like a thing again like but like popular this time (laughs) so like if kids have those all the time I don't know. I feel like if I was a parent, I wouldn't be mad at a kid for trying to uh, show what was happening in the classroom because it keeps the teachers accountable, right? Yeah. Like, if as long as they're not showing shit happening in the classroom and, like, there's a girl being molested or fucking they're bullying somebody, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Or unless they're, like, creating a show to film, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You maybe know, how you and your friends probably did in class. Maybe. Oh, come on. We don't talk about that. Maybe there's a thing where you can, like, have, like, uh, a closed circuit television thing of the school. And then only parents have access to it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And then, but then, I don't know. That's no, a weird, there's, there's a whole bunch of that's fucking a weird red avenue. tape there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I know there's, there's, there is, like, closed circuit television on, like, the buses, at least. Mm. Because they need to know if something happens on a bus. Like, I, f- I remember Lila, my, oh, well, we can cut that, but got, like, into a fight with some, like, fifth graders. Really? <laughs> on the bus. And apparently, like, the principal went back to, like, look to see if she could see what she said. It wasn't, like, even a physical altercation, but she's uh. like, I'll go back and run the tapes. So, <laughs> I'm like, for fucking seven-year-olds on the bus? But, I mean, maybe it's necessary. Mama and Yaya and Baba. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's fucking wild. But, you know, like, how do you uh, discipline these kids when they're, like, too attached to the things and they don't want to, like, follow the rules? You know what I mean? At least these kids were... Uh, causing a ruckus by being in the school you know what i mean they're like this is bullshit let's go outside of the school and yell and do whatever you know what i mean yeah but they got their phones taken because they were causing a ruckus in the school that's the other (laughs) side of it yeah but i mean it's like you know stop making kids go to school then my that's my fucking serious well (laughs) so well here's the other side of it so let's say you're a parent right and your kid has like an issue like this and there's no option for transferring to another school or transferring to any online classes, right? Let's say like, this is it. Like they have this one option for the school. If they fuck up, they're either going to go to the, go to jail, go to the military or do something else. Right. Yeah. A lot of parents like in these like rural areas, like try these uh, wilderness camps. I was thinking about that. Well, let me tell you, remember we saw that documentary about that one in Utah. Yeah. 
I just read an article about how a kid died this uh, past week, I think, uh, at Scratch one that. in North Carolina. <laughs> um, so the kid was 12 years old. He died 24 hours, less than 24 hours after arriving at the North Carolina Wilderness Camp for Troubled Youth. <laughs> Authorities say the child's death appeared to not be natural. The boy has not been publicly identified, uh, but he was found at he was found dead at Trails Carolina Camp in Lake Toxaway, North Carolina. Oh shit! Located in Transylvania County. <laughs> so I'm gonna go out and say he got attacked by a vampire, but. Who knows? Was he was he full? Did he have any blood left when they found him? Well, so they said the boy was assigned to a cabin uh, with other students and four staff members. Um, I guess he got to the room and then the staff discovered he was not breathing the next morning after 8 a.m. Uh, the staff attempted CPR. Emergency responders arrived and rescue efforts were initiated and then stopped as the child appeared to have been deceased for quite some time. Ooh. Following an autopsy, a forensic pathologist said the boy's death appeared to not be natural, but cause of death is still pending. Uh, camp, the camp told officials it placed the staff members assigned to the boys' cabin on leave, but the sheriff's office uh, came out and said that the camp has not been fully cooperational. Um, Trails Carolina said that it had conducted an internal investigation and that the trails facility has been investigated by outside professionals who are subject matter experts and neither found evidence that the camp had caused the boy any harm. The boy's death is the second of Trails Carolina uh, camp dying in the last decade uh in 2014 17 year old alec lansing uh apparently walked away from camp his body was later found in a stream where investigators believed he fell after climbing a tree and broke his hip leaving him unable to move reports from the time claimed that he died from hypothermia the north carolina department of health and human services have records that show that the agency has cited the camp numerous times over the past couple years for numerous things, most recently for fi failing to provide training for staff on alter alternatives to restrictive interventions. <laughs> so this staff this uh, camp specializes in troubled youth for kids with uh, behavior disorders like ADD and shit. Yeah. And apparently like all the campers are saying that uh, the staff has like their part of their training is like to do the restraining thing yeah where like you like hold them down or whatever like really hard until they the kid calms down or whatever yeah yeah uh so the this department of human services like has cited the camp because they're like you've never provided or trained your people to not do that like you're Ooh. telling them that they're only supposed to grab them and throw them on the ground or whatever. Um, the camp was also sued by the father of a former camper who alleged that she was molested by a fellow student and that staff denied her the request of different housing separated from her abuser. Ooh. So this dad um, had, uh, buh, 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 buh. oh, this is different. Uh, the, da the dad had like, started a lawsuit against them because he was like my daughter claims that she was like molested by a fame uh, uh, fellow cat member and she said she went to you guys and said that she needed to change her room and you guys didn't make like anything happen and this the camp denied anything of that happening eventually they dropped the lawsuit but then the daughter reopened it herself oh shit yeah 
So it's really weird. That was the only time in my entire childhood I had a room full of girls to myself. <laughs> um, I mean, that's pretty fucked up. But, but at the same time, like, why would you ask? I would be like, uh, take me out of this place. Yeah. But all the stories about those places are all the same. They, they all, like, have these weird, like... Uh, like ex gym teachers or like ex military dudes that were like too rough to work in their yeah. like respective profession. So like they have no other options. So they're like, Oh, let me go work at this teenage wilderness camp. Let me go start a school. <laughs> what well, they say those who can't do teach, right? Yeah. I guess those who can't uh, learn how to control a kid without throwing them on the ground. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy too, because I feel like these behavioral difficulties often, um, accompany a diagnosis that is on the spectrum and you don't, you need to have some sort of specialty in dealing with people that oh. have different sort of like sensory issues before you even start dealing with them if they're not yeah, there without a doubt yeah yeah um and that's the problem is that a lot of the people that start these camps have the mindset of of the autistic yeah but also that kids can quote unquote snap out of it if they just get some nature in their lives you know what i mean <laughs> they're like oh this kid's fucking doing this and doing that take their phone and video games and mtv away and see what happens yeah they're just gonna fucking kill themselves yeah they're gonna go much, they're gonna they wander away shit. from camp break their hip and get bitten by a vampire <laughs> exactly um yeah, I, I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know if I would... Uh... I was thinking, like, there are, like, some co-op schools, like, not around here, but, like, maybe, like, in, like, the Poconos, mm -hmm. um, where it's, like, not a sleepaway wilderness camp, Yeah. but it's a school where they teach you, like, what is, what, what is like, uh, practical skills, like, in the survive. woods. Yeah, like, how to plant shit, how to survive in the woods, like, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And that counts towards, like, your educational program. Yeah. I, I like the idea of uh, a kid who got sent to one because of his uh, tendencies to commit arson, and then they teach him how to start a fire. Yeah. <laughs> 12 different ways to start a fire. But, I mean, maybe that's what that kid needs, you know? Yeah, exactly. Find out know. how to do it safely. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, if you got a flamer, you just got to deal with it, right? A flamer? Yeah. Oh, we won't get into that. Uh, Somebody that sets fire. I wanted to give you an update with this story. Uh, remember that story we covered uh, probably last year at this point about the baby that was beheaded by the doctor? Oh, yeah. Um, so there's an update with that. Uh, the medical examiner of Atlanta, Georgia, uh, rules the death of the baby decapitated during delivery a homicide. Ooh. Clayton County Medical Examiner's Office in Atlanta, Georgia, found the immediate cause of the baby's death was a broken neck and said that human action was to blame. The child's parents say Dr. Tracy St. Julian delayed a surgical procedure and failed to seek any help quickly uh, when the baby got stuck during delivery. Instead, she opted for applying excessive force to the baby's head and neck. Uh, attorneys for St. Julian said the, they reject the findings that the baby's injury happened before death. Uh, they also said... Or, they reject the findings and that the baby's injury happened before the baby died. Um, they also <laughs> the said... The head popped off before the baby died? They're saying that the, the, the baby died and then she popped the head off by mistake when she was trying to get it out after it was already dead. Okay. Um, they also asserted that the trauma to the baby's head and neck occurred after death. Yeah. Uh, the hospital... 
uh, also said the baby died in your in utero. So, um, the hospital and the doctor are not trying to get blamed for this, but the medical examiner took it to court and said, "This is what I found," and I guess the court ruled that it's going to be a homicide for the doctor. Um, fucking crazy, right? That is pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean. Uh, so many things wrong with that. Number one, like, I feel like fucking labor and delivery doctors are fuck-ups half the time. Yeah. And doctors in general, but at the same time, like, uh, you're, we're not going to be fucking doctors at all if, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like there's, uh, there's times when surgery, inter- surgical intervention during a birth process is, is necessary, but yeah. if the woman's, like, refusing it or whatever, the baby's already not alive but wouldn't it preserve the mom better to not i got to think that someone who specializes in pulling humans out of other humans would know the proper amount of pressure that's too much when you're (laughs) pulling it head first true you know what i mean I mean, you would think. Like, I would think. What the fuck? Like, that's crazy. She just said, you heard, you, she must have heard something. You didn't hear anything? Yeah, no pops or anything? Nothing. Like, you just, look at fucking, I want, it might. And you wonder why I don't trust chiropractors. Yeah, true. <laughs> but there, I don't think there's ever been an instance of a chiropractor trying to deliver a baby. You'd probably be surprised. Let's pop that pelvic bone in the place. <laughs> Actually, why, you know, for afterwards. Yeah. Like after like the after the, the pushing's done and like you're in the rest stage after the pushing yeah while you're still under the epidural so you can't feel anything bring in a chiropractor set the bones correctly so then when the epidural wears off your bones are in the right spot um I feel like the por- purpose the purpose of a chiropractor <laughs> is like you're supposed to be able to feel what they're doing so if you're numb it might kind of like negate. Whatever it is they're doing. Dog, we saw a video of a dude doing chiropractic on dogs. It's like every time I see some crazy shit like that, I get mad at myself for going to college (laughs) and like trying to make something of my life. Like, what the fuck am I doing? There's people out there chiropracting dogs. Yeah. When everybody, when anybody have ever, anybody has like a ridiculous occupation like that. Yeah. I get angry. Yeah. I get angry that I had to become a nurse. But think about all the uh, the relief that he's bringing to these animals. I mean, maybe. We don't know. They're fucking dogs. They're not saying, you know. That's true. That was good. I mean, they're also not fighting him. So I guess that's indicative of pleasure, maybe. I think it's funny to hear them, like, breathing heavily. And then when the crack happens, they just stop breathing for, like, two seconds. You're like, oh, did he kill him? No, they're good. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Those, those cracks are, like, uh, alarming. They're pretty deep. Pretty deep cracks. Pretty loud cracks. Um, so let's get to the uh, final two stories uh, uh, yeah. we have here because uh, we're running out of time. And I wanted to make sure we get to these. Uh, because uh, not only did we just experience uh, the holiday that is the big game Sunday uh, for football, American football fans, um, we have another holiday coming up. Uh, uh, yeah. And we're not even going to discuss. We'll save it for the next episode. Uh the whole Ash Wednesday and all that shit. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, we'll do it in the next episode. But this one, we'll talk about uh, Valentine's Day in a little bit. Um, yeah. But I wanted to do these two uh, last stories for our What's the Going On segment because uh, they kind of have to do with Valentine's Day. And uh, I will say this. If you're thinking of a Valentine's Day gift to give to your significant other, uh, based on these two stories, don't go with cruises 
and stay out of the Bahamas. Oh, shit. Um, so I'll go with the first story first about the Bahamas. Uh, I We saw this uh, the other day, um, and I wanted to talk about it a little bit because the story's kind of interesting. Um, staff members at a Bahamas resort were arrested for drugging and assaulting two American women. Uh, the two women from Kentucky were on vacation without their kids for the first time early, earlier this month. I don't know why they had to make that part of the story. Um, they took a carnival cruise to the Bahamas. Uh, on the last day of their trip, the cruise stopped uh, on Grand Bahama Island, and the two women went to a resort that was recommended by the cruise company. The women said resort staff offered them a two-for-one drink, which they accepted, and almost immediately began feeling ill. Uh, they then say they lost consciousness and were assaulted by two resort staff members. The women had bruises on their legs and tested positive for various drugs. Uh, it occurred at the Pirate's Cove Zipline and Water Park. Oh, shit. Uh, in Bahamas, and uh, it was the Carnival Cruise. Uh, the U.S. State Department has issued a level two travel advisory for the Bahamas in January, warning that there has been an increase in homicides and sexual violence on the islands. Uh the resort has... Here's the interesting part, right? Okay. So you get these two women. They say they're on vacation. They, they're they on a cruise. They hear from the people on the boat, like, oh, there's this resort over there, blah, blah, blah. They go to the resort. They These staff members at the resort offer them drinks. They drink the drinks, and then they say they feel ill. One of them says she wakes up in the middle of her assault and freaks out. The people leave or whatever, and then they're like, oh, my God, we were just, like, assaulted... They go and try to tell somebody, right? The fucking the uh, resort fires the guys because they're like they didn't like act accordingly or whatever, mm-hmm. right? But here's the thing: the police, the Bahamian police, tried to do a rape kit on them. Yeah, you know, the the where they like do like observation of secretions or whatever to see if they could find any evidence that they were assaulted. Yeah, they refused. Um, and since then, the resort has said that they reviewed the surveillance videos and claimed that the woman's accounts of, of events conflict with what the videos actually contain. The crews also said that the women ventured ashore in their own independent shore excursion that was not approved by the crews. Oh. So you know how sometimes, like, when you're on a cruise, like, they'll tell you, like, we're going to be docking in this island. Uh, we have, like, a... Uh, like a certain amount of things to do. Yeah, and there's a group of people that'll be going here, a group of people that'll be going there. Yeah, like, yeah. If you want to go here, like, meet up at this spot. So apparently these women said that they had went to the resort on advice from the people from the cruise, but the cruise is coming out and saying that they never told anybody to go to that resort. Okay. And the people at the resort are saying that they fired the guys because the guys did not act accordingly with their company policy. Yeah. But they're not going with the story that the chicks were assaulted. Oof. Really weird, right? Yeah. And uh, I feel like it's kind of like what you said, that they might have done some shit, got like kind of caught, and then we're like, how do we fess up to this? Yeah, like their husbands are going to be mad. They could just be like, oh, we were assaulted. Dude, they said they went out, they were drinking, and they went out to collect seashells for their kids. And during that... They collapsed, and when they woke up, they were being assaulted by these guys. Mm, but the video says otherwise. But everybody who's reviewed the evidence from there has said that doesn't mm. line up with what we actually see in the video. So, 
I don't know. I, I felt bad that I said that after I said it, but it was the first thought that came to my mind. And because um, I'm always like, God, I have to stop victim blaming. Yeah. But but in this case, uh, they weren't supposed right. to be there. They decided to go on their own. And then when they accused the people of the thing, when the authorities came to get proof, they denied them. And they were like, we don't. We don't feel like we want to be subjected to, which I get. I totally get. If you're assaulted, you don't want more people fucking assaulting you, basically. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a little weird, you know, to be like, there's no proof. I mean, they did do like a a drug test and they were like, well, there's several drugs in their body, but like. But they said very little alcohol. Very little alcohol. I don't know. The whole thing is fucking weird. I mean, I I think I was spot on with the first thing that I said. (laughs) And I don't like that about myself. Yeah. Uh, So. But it happens. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So that's why you should stay away from the Bahamas. But the reason why you should stay away from cruises as a whole. um, And I've had this stance since I was old enough to even think about going on a cruise. Uh, stay away from cruises because they're fucking cesspools of viruses and germs and you're gonna get sick. Yeah. Um, case in point, uh, there's a mystery illness uh, that has, uh, it's been an outbreak that spread aboard the Queen Victoria cruise ship, <laughs> leaving 154 people sick. Ooh. The cause of the outbreak is currently unknown. A total of 129 passengers and 25 crew members have reported illness. The crew departed from Fort Lauderdale, Florida on January 22nd and is scheduled to dock in Honolulu on February 12th, which is today. Um, there are currently 1,824 passengers and six are 967 crew members on board. Um, so it's about like 300 people or 3,000 people altogether. And like 120 of them are sick? 154, yeah. Uh, the mysterious gastrointestinal illness has symptoms that include vomiting and diarrhea. The CDC, the CDC's vessel sanitation program is keeping tabs on the situation and is looking into the ship's response and protocols. Um, first of all, I didn't know the CDC had a vessel sanitation program. It makes sense, but it's really fucking weird. How often do they use that thing? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, um, and the other thing is, it's a mystery illness in this day and age. They're like, we have no is idea. It, is it the disease X that they've been working on? I don't know. See, that's the thing. Remember, this is right around the time when fucking COVID started mm-hmm. in 2020, when they were like, oh, there was a cruise ship of people that they weren't letting dock anywhere. You remember that? Oh yeah, the diamond something. Right? Yeah, because they were like, there's COVID on the ship. We're not going to let them dock. Yeah. I like, it's giving me, it's giving me those kinds of vibes. Well, like, <coughs> excuse me. Like two years before that was when um, that one ship had that outbreak of that like stomach virus. Yeah. Remember? And yeah. they wouldn't let them dock. What was it? Florida or like, mm, I don't know. Was it? I forget exactly where the fuck it was, but they were like, yeah, we're not going to let people come here because you guys have a weird disease on board. It's probably fucking salmonella. No, they they do. I mean, I feel like if it was something like that, they would say. You know what I mean? The fact that they're like, we have no idea what this is, is yeah. really fucking crazy. It is. I mean, I went on a cruise when I was eighteen, and it was really fun. And to I the Bahamas, did, right? To the Bahamas. Oh shit. No, no. Yeah, it was the. Where the fuck were we? No, we went to Cozumel and and uh, Key West. I went to the Bahamas for senior week. Gargamel got his own island in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, we went there. No, that's not Cozumel's Mexico. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that is my experience. Yeah. I didn't and I was when I went to the Baha- when I went to the Bahamas at eight, 17, I got fucked up 
at a bar with my friends. Yeah. Got into a taxi by myself without telling anybody I was leaving and made it back to my hotel room. No rapes. You were supposed to be Natalie Holloway. I could have easily been Natalie Holloway. Yeah, multiple times. You I'm had just saying, yeah. St. Dominic or St. Toretto looking after yes, you. Yes, St. Toretto was looking after family. Yeah. Well, there you go, guys. Stay off for cruises and do not, I repeat, do not go to the Bahamas. Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. <laughs> um,. Yeah, so that's our uh, What's Going On segment. Uh, we have uh, a couple more things to go through. Uh, you want to uh, do our next segment about Valentine's Day? Yeah. Are we doing a speaking spell? Um, yeah, you can just start that. In the name of Jesus, you be made whole by the power of God. Oh, yeah. Feel Hell it. Yeah. Feel it, guys. This is our speaking spell segment where we discuss uh, little uh, spells, incantations, little... Uh, how would you... Would you um, yeah, like incantations, things that you can do um, that are, like, considered magical uh, to improve your life. Right. So, um, so this this week's Valentine's Day. Yeah. So I thought I'd give you a little bit of a history behind it real quick because okay. I didn't have that much time. Valentine's Day or St. Saint Valentine's Day or the Feast of St. Valentine's Day mm-hmm. has been celebrated um, annually on February 14th since, you know, the uh, B.C. BC ages. Okay. Um, it originated, well, since the Christian ages, I guess. It originated as a Christian feast day honoring a martyr named Valentine. Oh. Yeah, so, but apparently there's, like, three different Valentine martyrs, and there's, like, a bunch of weird stories about him. Like, the one was, he was martyred for whatever reason. He loved Um, They were, I think it was during the time where the Roman Empire was mostly pagan, and they were trying to get him to switch to paganism. Oh. And he was like, no. Not So they, like, murdered him, but apparently right before he was martyred, murdered, martyred, Mm. uh, he wrote a letter to like the jailkeeper or something, his daughter who was blind and was like, may you have sight now or whatever. And then the last thing he wrote was your Valentine. Mm -hmm. So that was like the first Valentine that was ever written right before he was executed. Wait, his last name was Valentine Mm -hmm. and he wrote to his daughter. It was a girl. I don't know. And said, you're like, she had the last name. She was blind. How could she read it? Because I guess he healed her or something. I don't know. I think he was saying like he his love That's the healed power her. Of yeah, love. something like that. Damn, he loved his daughter that hard. No, daddy, it was daddy. the daughter of I'm the jailkeeper. Saved my life. You made a that vow. he was in. Oh, okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Now like, I yeah. get it. Okay. It's like how uh, the Jesus saved the, you know, healed the blind guy. Same kind of story. Yeah, how did he do that again? I don't know. Something about sand in his eyes and spit. Really? <laughs> She'd run around the temple three times, wait thirty days, get knocks. Yeah, that's the morning. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so Valentine was a third century Roman saint who has been associated with courtly love, mm. and courtly love apparently is like a fictitious. Uh, Kill Kirk Cobain. Exactly. <laughs> Corley Love is a fictitious uh, writing device mm-hmm. 
like with the princesses and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Shakespeare, fucking. All men going through these like crazy like you know heroes journeys to, yeah. for their loves or yeah, whatever. Yeah. This was like a a, fi- a a writing device in fiction that became the idea of like what romantic love was between okay. people. Yeah. It was the uh the twilight of his time. Exactly, okay. exactly. I gotcha. Uh so he was a paint he, he was uh he was the patron saint of Turney, which is a city in the southern portion portion of the region of Umbria mm. in central Italy. Thought that was interesting. Oh, we talked about that before with something else. Yeah, right? with the Iggy Vine tablets oh. and uh, what is it, St. Gubbio's Festival? Yeah, or, yeah. So, uh, those Italians. So, um, in addition to that, uh, he, was it, the iconography or his patronage mm-hmm. was um, over that city of Turney. People with epilepsy and beekeepers. Really? Those are the three things, yeah, that he's like, I don't know. Because of honey, probably, right? Yeah. Um, and then there was uh, another Roman celebration called Lupercalia mm-hmm. that happened on February 15th. And it was a fertility uh, festival where With a priest. Moon? Huh? With the moon? Lupa? Lupercalia? L U P E R. I think that's the wolf cult I was talking about. Remember, I told okay. you I found something about wolf cult in yeah, the yeah. Groundhog's Day shit, and I was like, I didn't have time. Yeah. Still didn't have time today. <laughs> but uh, during this time when they were doing Lupercalia back in ancient Rome, uh, a priest would sacrifice an animal with a tail, and then he used the tail of the animal to gently whip young women with the belief that this would improve their likelihood of getting pregnant. What the fuck? Yeah. Wait, who did that? A priest. I don't know. Any priest. Room. I guess any any priest. They sacrifice like an animal with any kind of animal. It could be a dog or a fox or something. And you take the tail and you whoop a girl and she's going to get pregnant? Gently, g- gently whipping their back would okay. improve the likelihood of them getting pregnant. Boom, you're pregnant. Boom, you're pregnant. Boom, Imagine you're pregnant. <laughs> so, um... <clears throat> found a little love spell incantation. Here we go. Here's the speaking spell. Okay, and I figured since we talked about him being the uh, patron of beekeepers, this would be a, a good thing to start with. Okay. So, to find true love, I conjure thee, I conjure thee. I'm the queen, you're the bee. As I desire it, so shall it be. So, apparently, if you say that with intention, you can draw your love to yourself. Oh. So, that's one. Do you have to, like, do it anywhere specifically? In a hive? No, I don't know. So th- this is just like one incantation that you can use if you're doing a love spell. Now, okay. let's talk about love spells. Yeah. Because we don't want to do love spells for on people without their consent. Right. That's, right? That's it's kind of like rape. It's kind of like rape. Yeah. Exactly. So the love spell I'm going to tell everybody about today is called a honey jar. And the purpose of this love spell is to sweeten an existing relationship. Mm. So if you have any negative feelings or beliefs about your partnership or there's things that you need to work through, it would be helpful for you to make a honey jar. Okay. And what that involves is uh, a piece of paper, a pen, and a jar of honey. In order to do this spell, what you have to do is write the name of the person that you want to like repair the relationship with on the piece of paper three times. Uh, numerologically, number three is about self-expression and displaying wholeness in one's performance. Mm. 
So you write their name three ta- three times on the piece piece of paper, and then write out the intention of like what you want to sweeten in your relationship. So, uh, if you want to write like better communication, um, whatever it is that you want to like work on in your relationship, mm-hmm. you write that down as your intention. Um, and make sure you're writing it in the same way that when I talked about like the the cups. Like, yeah, don't yeah. write anything negative because it's very specific to what you have to write specifically what you want. Like, don't right, say, yeah. I don't want this. Like, I want my husband to stop cheating. You're writing cheating in that jar, so right. you're still going to get cheating. You know gotcha. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, so anyway, you write the intention on the paper as well. Then you fold the paper three times to make it fit into the honey jar. After you do that, you're going to take a tablespoon of the honey and mix it into a tea. Mm. Um, Before you replace the top on the honey jar and while sipping your honey tea, repeat out loud to yourself, as I drink this tea, you'll become this delicious to me. Mm. Once you finish your tea, the spell is cast. Um, You can complete the magic ritual by adding the finishing touches, which is then you replace the lid on the honey jar, keeping the paper in it, and you bury it in a safe space, which is, like, uh, for, like, a love spell, the best place to do that is, like, near a flowering plant or... uh, Because then it blooms. Yeah, exactly. Or or expanding plants. Right. Now, there's some, you know, debate in the uh, magic community about whether or not you should bury non-natural things. Mm-hmm. So, um, other, other options were, would be to like, you know, put it in like a cabinet somewhere or just mm-hmm. put it somewhere safe or make it out of like a, a jar that can biodegrade. Exactly. Yeah. That, that would work too. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was a nice little spell that you could use without being, um, manipulative of anybody else's energy. There you go. See yeah. guys, look, we're, we're always looking out for what would you say that is the uh the greater good the greater good yeah Yeah. well there you go guys so valentine's day is coming up uh based off of this episode i think it's pretty obvious that the best gift that you can give your lover or your significant other or whoever is uh, a dvd copy of fast and furious 6 Mm -hmm. uh little john's upcoming meditation album and a jar of honey so they can perform magical tasks exactly uh yeah uh, thanks everybody uh for tuning in uh we hope you enjoyed today's episode yes uh, and we will catch you guys next time yes have a wonderful valentine's day see you guys peace, peace. really stink. We were just singing the baby to sleep. Wake up, little Betty Bites. Have you been Betty Bites? It was waking me up. When I lay me down to sleep. When the soul identifies with Maya, it forgets. Thus the soul is temporarily in darkness. It is deluded, and it dreams the mortal dream. Becoming increasingly involved and confused, the soul remains bound up with the world. The intuitive faculty becomes suppressed and its perception of truth blotted out.